Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody, this is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's. Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. Great to be with you all today. Uh, Big thank you to everyone who came out to our San Antonio meetup last night. It was terrific to meet all the great Raider fans. Thank you for being there. Remember, you can follow me on IG when you go to Hondo SR. You can follow me on uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, when you go to at Hondo Carpenter. Go to si.com forward slash NFL forward slash Raiders for all of our stories. You can click on the upper right-hand corner where it says newsletter. We will not spam you. And what we will do, actually, this is Thursday. That was two days ago was the meetup. My goodness, time is flying by. But um, anyways, to still thank you to everybody. But um, you can go to the newsletter, click on it, and we don't spam you. You get three emails a week with our best and biggest stories. You never miss anything. We don't sell your information Great way to stay connected. This next guy has been a dear friend of mine for close, not yet, but close to two decades, doing this nearly every week with me. Um, Again, he's been doing it with me every week, but not for two decades, but close. And he's the editor and publisher of the spun.com. In my opinion, the best sports aggregating site um, for pop culture and sports Anywhere on the internet, I read it every day. The one and only, the great Matt Halatic. Matt, how are you, bud? Doing well, Hondo. Always a pleasure to be talking some uh, some NFL with you. Very quickly, we've had some fans ask, "What is your social media? Where do they find you?" Sure, you can find me um, 
I on Instagram, but I really don't post anything kind of work related on Instagram. It's mostly just, you know, for fun and, and for my friends and family. But you can find me on Twitter at at Matt, M-A-T-T-H-L-A-D-I-K-919, at Matt Halatic 919. And um, on there, I'll share sometimes some, some of my work. I'll share my opinions on sports. I'll share some, you know, random thoughts. You can always feel free to interact with me. Uh, that's the best place to, place to find me on Twitter or X or whatever they're calling it these days. All right, Matt, we have so much to talk about today. Uh, just a ton, a plethora of information. So let's get going, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. I want to start with, um, I recently reported, I was told that while the Bears have not made a final decision on what to do, if somebody wants to move up, it's going to cost a lot. Now, a lot of people are using the San Francisco trade when they move from 12 to 3. The problem is, if the Raiders are not sure there are three choices, and let's say they think there's only two, well, then you got to get into the top two. But I'm hearing Washington's not going to trade. So that means you got to get to one. What I was told, and I believe this person, is that for the Raiders to move from 13 to 1 would cost three ones and three twos. That is a mammoth cost. To move from 12 to 3, it was three ones and, and one two. But you're going, the Raiders are down a spot. This is two spots higher. It's going to be more. So here is my question to you. I am not against... If a team is 100% convinced there is a generational talent, that's not too much of a price to pay. If it's a Peyton Manning or if it's a Patrick Mahomes. But if you're not 100% sure and you make that trade and it fails, Telesco and Pierce are out. They have got to make this move. And, and you can't approach the draft with fear. You either know or you don't. And if you don't, you don't move. Is that price too high for you if you're the Raiders GM? It's impossible to say definitively without knowing how they value and and feel about these quarterbacks. Is I'll say this. If you truly believe, um, for the most part, it still seems like the, the general consensus is that Caleb Williams would be the number one pick. If you truly believe that Caleb Williams – is the you know generational talent that some people have said he is, or or it's been thought that he is? Then and you feel like you can go get him, you want to go get him, and that's going to work out. Go do it. I guess the same could be said too for if you feel that about Drake May. It, it really all comes down to how, does this this player is this someone I can see leading my franchise for the next ten to fifteen years, and is this somebody who is ready to elevate the team from day one? Because when you're giving up that much, you're giving up a su substantial portion of the supporting cast and future supporting casts. So is this player ready to elevate what's around him and what we have from day one? Those are the questions that have to be answered uh, if you're the Raiders before uh, end of April, so next two months. And think about this one. If you're the Raiders, and let's say you're convinced it's Jaden Daniels. Mm-hmm. Well, and you're convinced Williams is going to go one. I think commanders won't let Jaden Daniel, Daniels get past them at two. Um, so that you still got to go to one to get Jaden. 
I mean, if you think there's a generational talent there, there's no cost too high. But man, you got to make sure you're right, don't you? You do, and you have to either be totally certain about one quarterback and willing to trade up the the hall for number one, or okay with getting any of those big three, and maybe moving to three with New England if it's available, uh, and just taking whatever falls to you. Um, that's great if you evaluate all three of them similarly. I find it very hard to believe that any team is going to have all three of them similarly rated to where they're so close that it, it would be like splitting hairs. And that's not just the Raiders. I, I think every team's going to have their preference of at least one or maybe two of the three. So I think if you're the Raiders, you almost have to be willing to trade up to one to get your guy. And I don't know if that price is too much to pay uh, when you weigh it against what they already have and you weigh it against what, how they evaluate uh, this, the quarterbacks in this draft. Okay, I'm going to ask you point blank, because I, I I am hearing, now, and, and you've done this with me a long time, the people who I trust, who are the best quarterback drafters that I know, the people that have told me this guy's this, this guy's this, and have been accurate the most, not one of them, told me that they think Caleb Williams is anywhere close to the best quarterback in this draft. Um, they think some of his physical skills are very, very impressive, and a lot of people are impressed with that. But as one of them told me the other day, there's a reason the same half teams are always drafting in the upper half because they don't know how to draft. Like he said, Caleb Williams is probably still going one. Just we're glad because he's going to go to a traditional team that's going to continue to stay bad. And there's he said this to me also. There's going to be a lot of overdrafting for quarterbacks this year, which is going to put a lot of good players pushed down for us. What do you think of his evaluation? Uh, well, I think that the, on your second point, that is always something that you hope for if you're a team picking – you know, anywhere from the back of the, the middle or back of the top 10 down through the end of the first round, and you don't need a quarterback. You hope that teams are going to overdraft guys or move up for guys because perhaps you can, you know, tr be their trade partner and pick up some additional assets or perhaps some talented prospects that you think may not necessarily fall to you, make it to you. So I think that we talked about, I think, last week, I think I said the over-under on quarterbacks in the first round of four and a half. I think right now, I think five will go. So if that happens, then there are going to be some pieces left for teams. Um, as far as Caleb Williams goes, I think it all comes down to, you know, what, how do, does each team evaluate quarterbacks for their system? How do they feel about translating to the next level? Um, you know, how, you have to also look at, there were times – one of the criticisms you see about Caleb Williams is sometimes he plays hero ball or he gets out of structure a lot. But you also have to look at, okay, well, what was he asked to do in the context of USC's offense? And was their offensive structure good enough to give him options where he didn't have to overdo things? So those are all things that teams have to answer when they evaluate, and they have more of that info than, than we do just because they're going through the day-to-day -day process. Um, Agreed. But you saying what you said about teams thinking either, I guess, it, it would either be May or Daniels or, or the number one quarterback and not Caleb Williams. 
that's what makes the draft fun. Every team has their own evaluation and, you know, it, it will make things really interesting coming. Right. I want to turn to Aiden O'Connell. I do not feel like we have seen enough from him to call him a generational talent or to call him a franchise quarterback. I, I you got to be fair. But I also think the kid goes uh, last four games, eight inter- eight touchdowns, no interceptions, three and one against the AFC West. Last five games, nine touchdowns, one interception. He got better each and every time. He improved. Um, I have not seen enough that you throw this kid away. A lot of people, oh, he's a career backup. Oh, well, okay. I'm talking to people around the league who are intrigued by him. Um, very intrigued by him. Uh, there would be a market for him if they wanted to trade him. My question to you is this. I don't think anybody with a brain is anointing him the next franchise quarterback. But he's shown enough that I'm stunned at the amount of people wanting to throw him away. Your thoughts. Now, and listen, I'm on the record. I think they should draft a quarterback and go get a veteran and let everybody compete. Competition's good. So I'm not anointing him anything. I'm just stunned at the people that are willing to throw him away. Your thoughts? Well, I think some of that stems from, I think, fans, excuse me, always want that guaranteed can't-miss long-term solution at quarterback, and they want a superstar talent especially when you look around the league and see what some guys are doing, and especially all over the AFC. Um, and in the in the Raiders' own division, you have Mahomes and you have Herbert. So you have those guys who are, who are uber-talented. To me, Aiden O'Connell's not enough to prevent me from adding another quarterback, at least this offseason. But if I don't feel comfortable with trading all the way up to one, like you said, and getting one of those three guys – I don't have a problem if I'm the Raiders keeping Aiden O'Connell, adding a vet if you do, or or adding a vet and adding another quarterback who's outside of that top three in the draft and kind of bringing him in and see where they fit. Because to me, the NFL is a results-based league, and it's a what have you done for the league, and you got to produce pretty much right away. However, I think if the Raiders don't have – that definite franchise guy going into 2024 and they use it the season and they, they kind of go through and see what they have at quarterback. I don't think that's going to really put Antonio Pierce to Tom Telesco behind the eight ball yet. If they go and draft their guy, that starts the clock on them immediately. If they trade up to number one and get Drake May or Caleb Williams or whoever, that starts the clock on that regime saying, this is your guy. You're telling me that we're going to be competing for championships sooner rather than later. So I, I would, I mean, they're going to keep Aiden O'Connell, I would imagine, in some capacity for next year. And I think that from the little bit I saw this year from him, I think his floor is a solid career backup, but his ceiling could be somebody who's a capable starter uh, around the league, depending on how he develops. Yeah. I was told by one person, I'm not going to say, where, but if you go back and look at him at Purdue, he wasn't Patrick Mahomes, but he was not. He was mobile. He did shift. You did see some running. And they told me they think his statuesque was more Josh McDaniels. And uh, they said I would get a – they told me they thought Getzey was a great one because Getzey's going to work with him and he'll show some of that 
And what was interesting is in Getsy's press conference, he talked about he doesn't have to be a guy that goes and rushes for 100 yards. He can use mobility to slide away from problems, move around. I thought that was very, very, very important. All right. We got a bunch of NFL topics and uh, still more Raiders, but I want to get into this. The Belichick um, Kraft family, Apple Plus has a series on the dynasty. Mm -hmm. Um, And as you know, I was the first national media member to report last year that if the Patriots did not get to the playoffs, that Bill Belichick was going to be gone. I got that from somebody within the organization. Um, It was interesting watching this whole relationship fray. And the bigger question to me is this. I often say coaches need to be loved because if they're not, that means the locker room is not embracing them. Owners' egos have to be loved because that's what they crave. When you look at Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones, Bill Belichick and Bob Kraft, how many of these dynasties come fall internally? Like the Roman Empire, nobody took them down. They fell internally. How many of these big successful franchises fail because of ego between coaches and owners? It's pretty amazing, isn't it? It is. And I mean, you look at what the Patriots had. It lasted for 20 years, basically. They were able to keep it running. But you see, and they're coming out weekly with two episodes. They're dropping a week for the dynasty. And I think in the final two, which will be out in a few weeks, is when you get into the Brady-Belichick stuff. Uh, We wrote about it, but all we have out there about that is what's been reported by some Patriots reporters and other people who have advanced screenings of the documentary. And they say, you know, they say Brady says in it, listen, like, going towards the end of the 2019 season, like, I I accomplished so much in New England. Coach Belichick and I did so much together, but I wasn't coming back. And this is a guy who had won six Super Bowls there. And in his second to last season in New England, won his final Super Bowl. So think about his last season, 2019, he lose in the first round of the playoffs. But 2016 through 2018, they went to three Super Bowls and won two of them. So this is a team that was still having the ultimate success. And it was still those relationships were starting to fray. And Brady and Belichick were starting to they were had enough of each other. And there's other instances where you talk about the players. You how you look at how successful that team was, and there's guys in the documentary saying, "Listen, we didn't enjoy coming to work. We we went there like, ugh, like it it was a tough environment that that Belichick ran there." So you see how they were able to succeed in spite of that, probably partially because of the discipline and, and the, the organization that Belichick did have, but in spite of the fact that guys weren't necessarily happy with how things were run. It's always fascinating to see that stuff because my opinion is there are certain organizations and structures with front offices and team, and this goes for teams too. There are certain teams that are almost doomed to fail from the start because the coach is in over his head or the GM or things like that, or they don't. And there's certain teams that are just the cream of the crop and they're going to be successful. And then I think in the middle you have a lot. There's a lot of things that are dependent upon one or two different relationships or one or two different factors. And things can be looking great, and all of a sudden it crumbles. Look at 
For example, the Eagles this year. The Eagles were the best team in the NFC in 2022. They were a, a possession away from winning the Super Bowl. They start 10-1 and one this year. There were some cracks in the armor going 10-1, and one, but they were still 10-1, and one, still looked like the, the class of the NFC, and then everything fell apart, and now you have all these stories and these reports of different drama and internal stuff going on. I, I think we see it in every league. Like Things can go from rock solid to crumbling very quickly. It just shows you how uh, un- unstable might not always be the right word, but you know just how the chemistry plays such a big role in organizations. Look, a lot of people around the sports world ticked off that the Swifties voted and Travis Kelsey is the People's Choice Award for Athlete of the Year. Uh, to me, the reaction in, and by the way, I want to go back. I'm I'm so excited to watch that series on Apple Plus. Mm-hmm. That's going to be so good that uh, I I can't hardly wait. All right, um, Swifties get it for Travis Kelsey. How funny is that? It is, and it just shows you the uh, the way that the Swifties have taken to Travis Kelsey, and it shows you that. I'm sh- listen. I'm sure there were Taylor Swift fans who were already fans of the NFL before this, but now you're expanding the horizons of the fan base to maybe some fans who people who weren't fans of the NFL or maybe didn't know all that much about Travis Kelsey or weren't into it beforehand, and now they're all in and they're voting him for People's Choice Awards. And I think it's I think it's great. I think it's really good for the league. I get people are tired of the storyline. I understand that. Um, but listen, the Chiefs are really good with or without Taylor Swift in attendance. So it's not like she's the one that's leading them to the victory. The reason why they're in the Super Bowl every year—that's Mahomes and Kelsey and Reed and all those people. So I, I think it's a fun storyline, and I'm not surprised that they stuffed the battle box for for number eighty-seven. And the officiating sure hasn't hurt them. No, it's that's hey, that's that takes another. Uh, element into it so i i know fans don't like it when i say i know something you don't but i'm working on a story that before you leave today when we're done with this podcast i want to tell you what it is i uh, once i can get verification of it i'm gonna run it oh my gosh it's gonna totally blow your mind all right there's a lot of gambling confusion in the nfl you guys are written about it and i have a policy idea that will end right now any ambiguity in the NFL gambling. And I want you to tell me what you think. <clears throat> Anyone who gets a paycheck <clears throat> from the NFL or an NFL franchise or an NFL subsidiary, such as NFL media, okay, cannot bet on pro football, period. You can't expand it to you can't vote on college or whatever. Because it's all legal. But I say you can't bet on pro football. If you do, first offense, gone forever. There's no ambiguity there. Your thoughts. Would you extend it to pro sports period or just the NFL? I'm just curious. Well, here's the problem. Okay, here's the problem. Is how do you tell somebody who comes to Vegas on vacation, and all the players do, you can't bet on a baseball game. I mean, it's completely legal. Or if you live in a state where it's legal, 
I don't know how you start outlawing things that are legal. Listen, I think it would be better. You know this. I'm a media member. I don't bet on anything sports related because I just think it's an ethical line that I don't want to cross. I don't want it to ever impact my coverage. I don't want to win big with a kid in college and then have him come and have me look at him. I just, so I stay away from it. I think it's best to stay away from it, but the problem is it's perfectly legal. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I worked one time when I covered Michigan state with a media member there that bet big. And I kept thinking, gee, I, I just, to me, that was dangerous. I just would not do it. But I also think you got to keep it within line and saying, if it's legal, it's legal. Your thoughts, do you think it should be all pro sports? What do you think? It's it's interesting to me because I think one of the things that, that makes it so tough and so kind of nebulous is how in bed all pro sports are now with gambling, it, 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 including the NFL especially, but other sports too. It was like the forbidden you know, the fourth wall that you just didn't cross forever. I mean, I remember a few years ago, I think there was a problem with Tony Romo uh, almost a decade ago. You know, it, it was a fantasy football convention in Las Vegas that he was one of the headliners of. And he was still playing for, for the Cowboys at the time. And it was like a big thing. And this is nine, ten years ago. So not that long ago. The NFL was worried about gambling, worried about the association with Vegas and, and things like that. And now you see there's a team in Vegas. There's been a Super Bowl in Vegas. There's going to be more Super Bowls in Vegas. And they have fully embraced gambling, partnering with, you know, DraftKings and FanDuel and all these, these um, entities. And I think it does make things kind of – tough to follow because you have people getting in trouble, employees getting in trouble for betting and, and doing different things. And then at the same breath, you have announcers reading ad reads for gambling companies during games. And it's just, I think the NFL opened up a can of worms and there's no way they can go back now and kind of undo the relationships they have with gambling. Um, but I do think there needs to be a way to kind of streamline uh, the regulations. I know I, I remember when I was covering college sports, talking to some people who worked in the athletic department and they would say the rules were if there was a sport, they couldn't bet on any sports as an NCAA employee. If the sport was played at the collegiate played level, the so they could not bet on the NFL because there was college football. But if they wanted to go to the racetrack and bet on third race at Monmouth Park, um, they could because they could. there's no collegiate horse racing or anything like that. Or if they wanted to bet on probably something with the Olympics and synchronized swimming or whatever, they could. I I think the NFL is obviously like what you said has to be, I think, almost a zero tolerance thing. If you're caught betting on anything with the NFL or betting on anything pro football related, you're done. Um, but I, I, I wonder if they try to make it a little bit more clear cut because the ambiguity now is what's kind of hurting these employees. Yeah, I agree. Now, in the interest of fair disclosure, I'm not against playing some cards, and oh, I'm no. not against betting on the ponies. Yeah, no, great. Yeah, no, I, by the way, wrong with that. I still, I still owe my mom an enormous apology. 
for the fall of, I mean, excuse me, for the spring of 1991. We're going to leave it right there. May of 1991 and me betting on the ponies. I love you, mom. I'm, I'm so sorry. All right. She came to pick me up from college. And I made her wait because I was at the horse track and I was winning. And I Kentucky Derby weekend? What? Was it Derby weekend in May? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm betting and I'm <laughs> doing fantastic. And I completely lost track of time. So finally, remember, that was pre-cell phones. Mm -hmm. So finally, I get back to my dorm and my mom is sitting there not happy. So Did you split and the winnings with her at least? What? I said, did you split the winnings with her at least? No, she didn't ask me to, but one of my best friends was there, Buddha, Jim Hildum, and mm -hmm. uh, he had to entertain her for four or five hours, so we'll just <laughs> leave it right there. All right, I want to get to, I recently got to spend some some time with Micah Parsons and Damar Hamlin. Uh, just salt of the earth, awesome people. And both of them incredibly impressed me. Um, Micah Parsons. Now I've known Micah back when he was a recruit. I knew him in college because of my previous. Um, but I've never had an ill word about Micah Parsons, and and he's just salt of the earth human. And Demar Hamlin, same way, just so warm and embracing to people. I want to ask you because sometimes in the National Football League. We look at pro football talk with Florio, and I have no issues with Florio. And they have the guy, a thing on there, how long since somebody's been arrested? And I don't have an issue with that. But sometimes when you get this many people together, you're going to have some bad apples. But 99% of the pro football players are tremendously warm people. They're great human beings. They're not egomaniacs. There is the 1% but they're great people. I think the NFL does themselves a disservice by not promoting the players more because there are so many good ones. I think they hurt the product. Do you agree or disagree? Well, I think in the NFL, it's, it's the most popular league, but it, there is always that element of it's about the shield. It's about the team. It's about the brands there, as opposed to, individual players uh like in the nba there's some marquee franchises iconic franchises but it's mostly about the individual talent and it's been that way for a while probably going back to the days of larry bird and magic johnson and jordan at least um but the nfl i think it it, it is good to see some of the glimpses you get into players off the field uh with some of the charity work they do or some of the ways they step up, um, you know, I mean, obviously it was under terrible circumstances, but with the shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs parade, there were stories coming out about players like Trey Smith and uh, the, uh, oh, the long snapper. I forget his name. It's a longer name, but they're a long snapper. I want to say it's Winchester, but I think I got it wrong. Um, calming children down and helping people to safety and, um, Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey donating money to the families that were affected by the tragedy. And you see things like that where guys step up and show their human side. And I think that's always something that gets lost in the fold a lot. 
And it's good to, to get a reminder of that every so often. I agree with you. Lastly, Jimmy G. Not not smart. I mean, it, he's he's got to be kicking himself for for forfeiting that uh, was eleven million. Eleven point two five yeah. million. Not chump change. Um, and it's listen, it's almost Matalatic bonus money. <laughs> I wish the uh, this is a guy who you know he's made some money in the league. He's been around established vet, but coming to a point in his career where it's a little bit of a crossroads with how much longer does he have left? Will he ever be a starter again? Is he just going to kind of be a backup? And when you have that money that's going to be guaranteed to you and you forfeit it uh, with a PED suspension, doesn't help you financially. And it doesn't help him in terms of his standing for what he's going to be doing to start the 2024 season. Because again, there's uncertainty about how much he can play at this point in his career. Is Deshaun Watson, I mean, can we officially call that the worst contract in NFL history? And isn't that just the Browns being the Browns? It is. It's just because just the fact that it's guaranteed and it's you can't go back on it is the fact is what completely blew my mind at the time it was, was announced and continues to to this day because, listen, it's a team, the Browns, well, yes, and their reputation is what it is, but they have some talent on the roster, and they made the playoffs, and you know they're a pretty good team. But they gave so much money and mortgaged so many assets for a guy who hadn't played in a couple of years, had these off-field issues, and they paid him guaranteed two hundred forty million or whatever it was, and now he looks like he really can't play that much anymore, and he can't stay on the field. He's always hurt. I agree with you. Hundred percent makes no. I feel bad because I love Brown fans. I have so many friends who are Browns fans, mm -hmm. but that organization—they are their own worst enemy. All right, I'm Hondo Carpenter. You can follow me on IG Hondo SR X, formerly known as Twitter at Hondo Carpenter. SI.com forward slash NFL forward slash Raiders. We'll see you all tomorrow. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider Production on the Fans First Sports Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.